Hello and welcome to everyone listening to the Written in Melanin podcast, the space where you come to get your weekly dose of melanated creativity. Wherever this day may have found you, I'm so glad that you are here. I'm your host, CM Lockhart, an author of fantasy books featuring black girls who aren't all that nice and the owner of the Melanin Library, your place to find books of all genres written by black authors. And welcome to episode number nine of the podcast, you guys. So as most of you know, I am an introvert. It's not something that I've ever tried to hide. And it's something that I've known about myself for a long time. I know how to be social, but given the choice, I would much rather prefer to be at home with a book or a good animated binge, spending my time not being perceived by legit anyone else. That being said, my personality doesn't negate the necessity of putting myself out there, of making my name known and letting people know who I am, what I do, and why they should be supporting me. It's not an easy task, so I'm sharing what I've learned about marketing and using social media to my advantage with you guys today. And as I say with every podcast episode, I'm letting you guys know right now, I am not an expert. I am not a social media marketer. I can just tell you what I have been doing, what I have learned over the course of the last two or three years that I've been doing this and what I have found works for me as an introvert and as an indie author, knowing that I need to promote and market myself. So keep that in mind as I go through these tips and things that I've learned. So with that disclaimer out the way, let's go ahead and get into this. And the first thing that I have learned, and this is the biggest thing that I've learned, is that you have to understand that not everyone is going to purchase your book and yelling about it all the time will not change that. And I feel like that was such a big thing because a lot of the advice that I first got when I started trying to market and put myself out there, it's just like, let people know, let people know, you need to make promo videos, you need to make, you know, aesthetics, you need to make sure that people know you have a book. And while I agree with the nugget of that, that says you need to let people know that you have a book, I also know now that just yelling about it on the internet is not the way to go. So the thing about social media, and I'm going to be focusing on that because while there are other ways to market, a lot of us, especially introverted indie authors who are doing this with little to no money, we rely on social media for marketing. So with that in mind, when I say don't yell about your book all the time, the fact of the matter is that a lot of people get on social media to connect with other people. Um, whether that be for ulterior motives, like selling a book or not, the reality of it is a lot of us want to connect and know that there is a person behind the screen. There's a person behind the username. There's a person with a personality who has thoughts and opinions and feelings. And the purpose of following someone is because they are interesting. And if you think about it, a lot of us, when we don't like social media, it's usually because we don't like the people that we're following. And I talked about this in a previous podcast episode about curating your feed and understanding that the energy that you give people you're not necessarily going to give back and vice versa this kind of falls into that same realm of understanding that you have to be interesting and not everyone's going to follow you and that's okay but the people who do follow you don't want to hear about your book every second of the day they don't want to hear okay i have a book 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 Out of your 10 posts, only two or three of them should be promoting your book. And even then, they shouldn't be the same posts saying, this is my book, buy it. This is my book, buy it. It should be like, hey, if this interests you, this is my book. Or hey, this is what I'm doing with my book. Or hey, this is what I'm working on. Or give some insight into your book and not just purchase, 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 money, 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 money because that's going to turn a lot of people off and it's going to stagnate your growth. And when you're not reaching new people, the thing is the people who are going to buy your book, if you have, let's say a thousand followers, 
of those a thousand followers, the people who are going to buy your book most likely have already bought your book, especially if it's been out for a while. Some of them may get it later on, but the reality of it is a lot of selling things is just a numbers game. And if you're not growing your platform, if you're not reaching new people, even if they're not following you, if your posts in and of themselves are not reaching new people, then you're not reaching a new audience of people who are going to purchase your book. So yelling about it isn't going to be what attracts them. What's going to attract them is you being interesting. Is you telling them your story? Is it you connecting with them on a human level before you try to sell them something? And if you don't believe me, think about, you know, back Back in the day when we could actually go out without masks and people were selling you things in stores <laughs> you know a lot of people and i'm not talking about the free sample lady at costco okay i'm talking about actual salesman the person who's trying to sell you like these really expensive sheets or if you go to like a kroger or something and they're trying to sell you this expensive cook set they connect to you on a human level first saying connecting like hey i love to cook do you love to cook and they get you talking about yourself before they try to pitch you something and that's because it works people connect to humans not to propaganda, not to sales pitches, not to anything like that, especially if you want something from them. Also, think back to when you were a kid and you needed something from your parents. You're going to do all the things that they want first, right? You're going to try to butter them up. It's really kind of the same thing with social media and marketing yourself. You have to connect with people. And what I have learned is that when you do connect with people, those people are more likely to support you, even if your book is in a genre they don't read. Because they're like, I like you as a person and I want to support you. And in my book, that's still a win. So to kind of sum all that up, understand that not everyone is going to buy your book and that is okay. But that doesn't mean that you need to post about it every single day in order to make selling your book happen. Which brings me to my second point that I already kind of touched on, and that is social media is a tool. So use it wisely and don't burn yourself out with it. So I say this again, social media is about connecting to people. And as an introvert, I understand that that is kind of exhausting. <laughs> That is not necessarily what most of us want to do a lot of times, especially as introverts who are like, I just kind of don't want to be perceived today. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to interact with people. I am drained, especially when life gets busy and you have other things going on. You're not thinking about, oh, let me go ahead and post today. Oh, let me go ahead and respond to these comments today. Let me go ahead and respond to emails. Like just thinking about it becomes a task in and of itself and it becomes draining. So don't let yourself be burnt out with social media. And my advice for that that I have learned for myself is to just limit how much time you spend on it and limit what you post. So I say this all the time. So anyone who knows me, I have several social media accounts. None of them are personal. None of them are from my like personal life where I'm posting like my husband or where we're talking about anime or anything that goes on in my personal life. My personal life is personal. All of the social media accounts that I have and that I manage are for my business, whether that be myself as an author, like my professional side as an author, whether it be written in melanin and that company, that brand that I've built, or whether it be the melanin library, which is another brand and company that I have built from the ground up. It's all for that. And the posts that I make are regarding that. It's never about me personally. If I'm having a bad day, I'm not putting that on Instagram. If I'm going through something family wise, I'm not putting that on Instagram. If I just feel like I look really cute and I found a, a cute outfit, I'm not putting that on in Instagram. 
it's not even like that because I know for myself as an introvert, first of all, I don't know y'all. I don't, that's, that's weird to me. That's really, really weird to me as an adult now. I did it when I had a phase when I was 16 and social media was new, but as a fully grown, fully cooked adult at this point in my life, no, thank you. I do not want to put my life out on the internet like that. That is a personal thing. That's that, that's that introvert in me coming out where it's just like, I want to be perceived by the people who know me and not necessarily the, the world at large, right? So to put that into a succinct point, what I'm trying to say is you don't have to be on every social media platform posting everything about your life if that's not what you want to do. You can 100% just have a platform that is for yourself professionally so that you have an internet presence when people go to look you up and that's it. Like you post about your books, you post about your writing process, you post about what you're reading, you post about um, learning about the craft, you post about any conventions, any writing things, you know, writing groups, what have you. Everything that you post is about writing and professionalism in your craft and that is perfectly fine. You don't have to be everyone's best friend on the internet in order to sell books. It's just about being active, about being authentic and being real. And if you can do those things and be professional at the same time, then you don't have to put your whole life out there and you don't have to burn yourself out with checking it every five minutes, responding to every DM or even um, trying to comment on everybody's posts or being on it on the weekends. If you have set work schedules and you're like, I'm not going to work over the Saturday and Sunday because that's time for my family. That's time for me to take a break from writing. That's a time for me to take a break from whatever. Then don't do it. Take that break. Do what you need to do. And I like this point specifically about not burning yourself and using the tool wisely because when you do personally, personally, I don't feel bad if I'm not consistent and I feel like if you use it purely for that purpose, there's less of a weight if you're inconsistent and you're not posting every day because the reality of it is you can't post if you don't have content. And I've found that while a lot of advice on the internet is like, you have to be consistent, you gotta be consistent, you gotta post every day, you gotta post two to three times a day, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta have a plan, you've gotta plan out a month in advance. First of all, speaking for myself purely, ain't nobody got time for that, okay? I like to write books, okay? I am not here to entertain you in that manner, right? So for me, it's just kind of like, I know upfront, I'm not gonna be on Instagram every day of the week. I'm not even gonna be on it once a week. If I'm on it once every two weeks, I'm doing a really good job. And while the algorithm gods really do want you to be consistent, what I have found is this, the people who follow you and the people who interact with you actually increases when you don't post frequently because they're like, oh, I haven't heard from this person in a while. Let me see what it's about. So I actually have higher engagement rates on a lot of my social media platforms now that I don't post consistently. The only place that I have seen that not necessarily be true is TikTok, but that's because TikTok goes so fast. But with Instagram, for sure, for sure. With Twitter, absolutely, absolutely. So just keep that in mind and don't pressure yourself if you feel like, I can't be on TikTok every day because that's what TikTok wants. I can't be on Instagram for three hours a day because Instagram wants you on the app an hour before you post and an hour after your post if you want to get those high engagement rates. If you can't do that, that's fine. Don't beat yourself up about it. Just know that that's part of the game. And sometimes you got to adjust the rules if you're going to be successful. That's just what it is. So that brings me to my third point, since we're talking about social media, 
there is a time, there will come a time when the social media platform that you're really big on will not exist anymore. If you don't believe me, look at MySpace, okay? <laughs> like, it happens. Things outgrow their time. Things outgrow their usefulness. Or even look at Facebook. You know, there was a time when everybody and their mom was on Facebook and now there's an entire generation and most of another that doesn't even mess with Facebook because they're like, I don't like the social media platform. Trends are going to change. Platforms are going to change. So with that in mind, if you're not the type of person that likes to hop from social media platform to social media platform and have a bunch of accounts, make sure that you have an email signup list. And I will say this, even if you are that person and you love social media and you have accounts on everything and you're killing it, you still need to have an email signup list. Notice that I'm saying you need to have one. Did not say that you need to use it. I did not say that you need to be the newsletter queen, king, or person. I did not say that you needed to be consistent with sending things out. I said that you need to have one. Have one so that even if you don't use it much, you can contact people and you know that the people who sign up for your email list are going to be higher on your list of people who are going to purchase purchase something from you. Because let's be real here, a lot of people don't even check their emails anymore. So if they're checking your emails and clicking on your links, baby doll, you probably got to sell right there. And knowing that also gives you the opportunity when if you don't want to pitch yourself out to the anonymous world, you can send something out to your newsletter list and then you can just be perceived by them. And if it's not big, that's okay. Because my mindset on that is the people who really want your content are the people who want to sign up for your email list, especially if you are not sending out a bunch of email newsletters, especially if you're not giving away free stuff, especially if you're not pushing your email list and you're just like, I have one, you can sign up if you like. I send out things occasionally. The people who sign up for that are the people who really wanna support and who are really down for you. So have one, create one. There are a ton of spaces that you, where you can create one for free. Um, MailChimp and MailerLite are the ones that come to mind off the top of my head. But yeah, sign up for an account, get that email list started so that when you are ready to kick off your book, you have a place to start and it's not very draining and having one available to people is as an introvert something that kind of handles itself you set it up one time and it's done you promote it when you want to and that's it so keep in mind though that all of the advice that i'm giving you guys is coming from a standpoint of an introvert who's not very big on marketing so a lot of what i do is hands off a lot of my marketing goes into social media because that's what i'm big on that's what i can do that's what i don't mind spending my time on but like I said, even with that, I'm inconsistent because I know for myself, I have a lot of other things that I have to do. So please keep that in mind and take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt and know what's going to work for you. And that kind of takes me into my next point, which is be open-minded about shifting tactics, trying new tools, learning new things, and don't be afraid to ignore advice that you know won't work for you. So even as I'm saying all of this, I'm saying that if you know that what I'm doing and the, what I'm explaining to you isn't going to work for you, do not feel pressured to do what I'm advising you to do because I'm giving you advice. If you know it's not gonna work, don't do it. If you know that you need to be consistent, be consistent. If you know that you need your email list, do that. I'm just telling you what works for me. And I think it's important to understand that everyone who gives advice on the internet is just telling you what works for them, what they have found, what they have seen, what they have experienced. But nothing is the absolute truth. Nothing is like if you do it any other way, it's just wrong. So keep that in mind and also be mindful of the fact that it's completely fine to change tactics. If you started out with Instagram, like for me, I'll just be honest. 
I started out with Instagram. That was my platform of choice for the longest. I hated it, did not like it. It was not for me, but I tried to make it work because all the advice was all of the people are on Instagram. If you wanna sell a book, you have to be on Instagram. You have to, have to, have to, have to. And so I did that for like a year and a half. I did not like it. It did not get me the results that I was looking for. And it was ex exceptionally draining. I did not like being on Instagram. I did not like using the platform. I didn't like the rules that I needed in order to have a business profile. I didn't like having to connect it to Facebook because I don't like Facebook. I don't use it. And I didn't like how much effort it took to grow a platform. I didn't like how little engagement I got as far as comments. I didn't, un I didn't like that even the rules around captions and hashtags and everything else was so confusing and convoluted. And it took so much research and planning just to do it well. And even when I was doing it well, I wasn't getting the kind of engagement that I wanted. It just wasn't for me. So I had to shift tactics. I had to try new tools and, you know, it became easier once I found out about, you know, Instagram planning. And if you guys don't mind paying for it, um, I recommend Planoly. Um, it's the easiest Instagram planner that I've used. It's not free. They do have a free version. It's freemium. I'll say it's freemium. So they have a free version and a paid version and both of them work well. I've used it several times. I've used it for a couple of years for like my personal and for the melanin library. So, and when I say personal, understand that I mean written in melanin. Like I said, I don't do that whole personal thing, put my life out there like that. That's just not what I do, but yeah. So, um, that's, that's kind of my, my thoughts on that. Just, you know, be open-minded about it and ignore advice that you know isn't going to work for you. And my last tip is specifically for introverts specifically, and that is collaborate with people who don't mentally drain you. And by that, I mean, we all have a group of friends or even people that we know on the internet that we can talk to and connect with. And we don't leave the conversation feeling like, man, that was so much, or now I feel so drained and I don't want to do that again, or I had to be quote unquote on. And if you're an introvert, you know what I mean, right? Like I have to be put together. I have to put on my best face. I have to, like, there are people out there you can just be yourself with. If you can collaborate with them because that does two things. It helps get your name out there. It helps you promote your book and it keeps you from being so mentally drained that you feel like everything is taken out of you. And it's easier to not cancel it because as an introvert, I know that myself, am, I am guilty of making plans and then canceling them at the last minute because I'm just like, I really just don't wanna do it. So that being said, plan with people that you already like talking to. That way it's something you can look forward to and you can promote your book that way at the same time. So. That's kind of the tips that I have for you guys as far as marketing as an introvert. So just understand that everyone is not going to purchase your book and yelling about it is not going to change that. Social media is a tool, so use it wisely and don't burn yourself out with it and understand that being inconsistent is not a terrible thing. Um, have an email sign up, even if you don't use it. Be open-minded about shifting tactics, trying new tools and learning new things and ignoring advice that you know isn't going to work for you. And lastly, collaborate with people who don't mentally drain you. Those are my biggest tips. So that's what I have for you guys. Um, now I get to talk about me for a little bit, but before that, a quick ad break. All right, you guys, we're gonna take a quick break so I can tell you about the Melanin Library. It's an online database of books written by black authors. It's a free resource that was created to make finding books by black authors a simpler experience. And I want to take a moment to share one of those books with you right now. 
We Are the Origin by C.M. Lockhart is a new adult fantasy that will be available on June 21st, 2022. And the summary reads, She was a shadow. Forced into a life of serving the queendom before she was old enough to deny them, Brandy was a cultivator of death in the queen's own blade, reserved only for the disloyal and the blasphemous. Crafted by the queendom and forged in blood, she was nothing more than a tool. She was never meant to have an opinion on whose blood she shed, never meant to question whose back she was pressed into or whose throat she was slipped across. She was destruction. But when Freya, the goddess of life and judger of souls, demands that she protect rather than destroy, Brandy has no choice but to obey her new orders. And while abandoning the queendom comes with its own set of problems, being hunted by the people she once called family is the least of her worries when the gods reveal to her an enemy who exists beyond the reach of their power. So, with the helpless princess in tow, she begins her search for a way to fight this impossible enemy and save the realm from destruction, because she is the wrath of the gods, and it was foolish for anyone to forget that. If you'd like to purchase this book, there's a link for it in the description box below, and if you want to see your book advertised here, then head over to the Melanin Library website to request a promotion. Spots are limited each month, so don't wait to sign up. Now, let's get back to the content you came here for. All right, so I know that ad break was new, but if you're still listening, thank you. I appreciate you. And if you like to see yourself in that ad or your book or what have you, you can go over to melaninlibrary.com forward slash services and request a promotion. It's really that simple. So there is a link in the description box of wherever you're listening to this at if you want to check it out. So that being said, on to my updates, the Chelsea's Corner updates for this podcast episode. Um, a couple of things, you guys. Um, I'm still taking a break from We Are the Origin because I'm waiting to hear back from my beta readers. And so far, some of the feedback has started to trickle in and it's been really good and reaffirming and positive. So I'm really excited about that. It's making me feel good. It's making me feel positive about the book. Um, but as I have been getting feedback and thinking about the story and going back through it, I've been getting a lot of inspiration to start on book two, so I will probably begin organizing uh, some of my thoughts that I have in my notebook to prep for an actual outline. Um, I'm really trying to keep myself from working on it right now so that I'm actually taking a break from it and not overwhelming myself, even though I do feel like, go, 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 go. I also know that taking a break and giving myself time to see the bigger picture is going to be more beneficial than me just rushing into it right now. So the plan is to jump back into uh, We Are the Origin book two at the beginning of April. So we'll see how that works out. But like I said, I do have some ideas that I plan to jot down and, you know, kind of get on paper so that I don't forget. Um, I did kind of cheat a little bit and I started on the prologue for the next book. But um, as you guys will probably see, since I'll actually be doing the podcast during the beginning drafting phases, uh, my stories tend to change a lot (laughs) from the time that I write the chapter to the time it actually gets to a point where other people can read it. Um, I am a very much, I don't like this, scrap it. I don't like this, scrap it and start from scratch type person. So um, we'll see how that chapter works. If it stays, um, I doubt it'll actually be the prologue, even if I do keep it, even as I'm thinking about it, but it could be useful for, you know, in the future. I'll keep it in the graveyard and I'll resurrect it later if I need to. And if you guys don't know what my graveyard is, go back and listen to a couple previous episodes where I talked about it. But basically it's just the place where I send kind of my dead (laughs) chapters that I'm not going to use and I resurrect them as needed so that it's not like I'm losing words. It's just, it's not what I need right now. 
But in the meantime, while I'm trying to get a break in from We Are The Origin, I am working on a few short stories that I want to submit to some anthologies. So my friend Amanda, who is also my critique partner, um, she is helping to put together an anthology that is about uh, diverse representation in fantasy. And I was thinking about uh, participating in that or at least submitting. Like, I can't just say I'm going to participate. Like, I like to be confident in my writing and all, but I can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be part of your anthology. So <laughs> I'm going to write a story and submit it and hopefully it will be accepted. Um, and then there is another anthology that's coming out in October that I want to be a part of. And it's actually horror. And I'm kind of excited about stretching my creative juices because, as you guys know, know I generally write fantasy. So that'll be interesting but I kind of want to push myself this year 2022 is the year of me pushing myself creatively and like getting organized and starting to make headway on some of the things that I know for a fact that I want to do and no longer being hesitant or like can I do this should I do this I don't know I'm doing it and if it works out great if it doesn't also great but you know you'll, you'll never know until you take the plunge you know sink or swim right <laughs> So yeah, um, I'm gonna be working on those two short stories and the ideas are pretty strong. So I'm feeling pretty confident about it, feeling pretty good about it. Um, so yeah, that is it for this episode of the Written in Melanin podcast. If you'd like to support me, CM Lockhart and my books, then consider joining my Patreon. For as little as $2 a month, you'll get exclusive updates and early release chapters of my books. Simply head over to patreon.com forward slash CM Lockhart to sign up. In fact, you can read the prologue of my upcoming book, We Are the Origin, for absolutely free on both my Patreon and my website right now. So check it out. And if you feel so inclined, please feel free to rate this podcast wherever you're listening to this at or leave a comment on the Written in Melanin website, letting me know your thoughts about today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, I hope all your books are full of melanin.